definitely the guy that can read the room or when we're starting or anything. He's just John, read the room. Yeah, John, <laughs> read, just the read the room. Read the room. And How? we are back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, it is the thing I say every time. And I said that we were not going to use the duck noises. My bad. <laughs> that was my one Five duck. seconds. <laughs> that was my one duck. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. The Greenbox Gaming plays Delta Green Impossible Landscapes. I am Joe. I will be your handler for this operation, and I am joined by three of the most professional and just just dedicated to putting out a really awesome product. My three duck friends. Noise, do the duck noise. Do the duck noise. Head over the duck. <laughs> I am joined by uh, by Dace playing Benji, our historian by uh jean playing benedict our journalist and by uh what's his name brad by brad playing hank our u.s marshal look Howdy. i can forget i can forget your names every now and then by hank playing brad and you guys are you guys are joining us uh, anyone who's watching you know is uh we're here on a what is it like easter Easter weekend, and yeah. it's a pretty big deal. I know we've got some international listeners who Easter looks a little different where you are, but one of the big things I know I love about Easter is like the very special Easter Reese's peanut butter cups, the eggs that come out mm -hmm. around this time. Oh, so mm -hmm. I don't get those. Do they? Oh, really? Is, is, what's the Has Easter Jesus just made his way to South Africa yet? No, not this peanut butter. <laughs> Nor his eggs. Because he brings with him peanut butter eggs. And lo and behold, on the fifth day, therein lied a Jesus egg. And there was much chocolate and much peanut butter, and the people did rejoice. <laughs> Amen. Well, like, what are, what are you guys' like, what are like some of the like the seasonal like holiday like treats or candies that you guys not necessarily easter wise what's like your like big go-to like what's the one you're like oh man i can't wait for christmas because we have this thing oh that's easy i've lost the ability to feel joy oh so just nothing let's just avoid okay, roger oh uh, not even for candy we're talking about food yeah <laughs> joy of food why have i not had joy I think it has almonds in it, doesn't it? That's, <laughs> That's an interesting probably question. Whatever um, specialty bluebell ice cream was out at that particular season. That is... That's an interesting one. I don't, I don't know if it's specific. Yeah, that is pretty specific. They said no joy, and then you're going to attack me for saying bluebell ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> He says no joy, and I say bluebell ice cream. And he said, mm, "That's interesting." <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather go with no joy. I, I think it. I think of anything that just shows you that I'm on board with Dace's thing. <laughs> yeah, way. I'm have to decide with me on this one, Brad. <laughs> All right, no bluebell for you. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. So, so they make seasonal bluebell ice cream. So that's <laughs> that's your thing. That's a thing, and it's yours. Seasonal. Well, 
Well, Jean, like, what, like, I don't know, like, is there, like, is, is there, like, a special, yeah, I'm not talking to you guys anymore, I'm talking to Jean now. Uh, is there, like, something that's, like, that's, you know, like, a, a holiday-specific kind of food or treat that you, like, really, that you're, like, you get out of bed for mm -hmm. about that time of year? Yeah, they make something called panettone. I don't know if you guys have had panettone. Mm -mm. It's mm -mm. like an Italian cake. Uh, it's, it's delicious. Italian, like, bread cake thing with nuts and raisins in it it's Ooh. not like a it's not like a christmas pudding it's soft and fluffy and delightful that's pretty good that does that's sound pretty amazing well what time of year like does that come cake? around it's usually easter but now okay. it's just whenever you guys can even get it whenever you want middle of the, the night States? gas station go get yourself a panettone that i don't know if I, okay, I had an opinion i had an opinion Next to of a this pickle in a bag <laughs> are, do you have a problem with our pickles in a bag no, in our gas station? Bag. <laughs> uh, Is that a uniquely American uh, kind of thing? Yes. Okay. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. This is like some picture of Daniel Day-Lewis, like, you're a bastard in a basket. You're a pickle in a bag. <laughs> you're a pickle in a bag. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. Like I had I had a pretty good opinion of it, and then you said that it could be bought in a gas station, no, and my no, opinion went way down. No, you can't. You can't. I don't think so. Not yet. What about you, Joe? Do you have any treats? I don't yeah, know. Let's like, judge I... you. Yeah, let's <laughs> judge your answer. Yeah. I already let's said the ready. thing about the uh, the like I like the Reese's. I like the holiday Reese's cups and like the Reese's uh, Christmas trees. Because they're just mm. way more peanut butter. So, all right. I think that's a bad answer. Cool. Do you think yeah. there's a maximum peanut butter that you can ever achieve in life, or is it just there's a bounded? <laughs> Wait, what? What was that question? I'm a maximum I'm peanut you butter you can achieve. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that on a shirt. <laughs> maximum <laughs> peanut butter achieved we'll, we'll put it on a speedo we're gonna put it right next to our the, with the one with our faces on it maximum peanut butter achieved <laughs> okay John you tell me what one does to get to the next level of peanut butter and I'll tell you if it's something I'm familiar with you eat a bonnie bunny or whatever he said <laughs> peanut butter flavored bunty bunty <laughs> I, it's just a, it's just a really weird. Just, I, I don't even know what to make of that, Jean. Like you were just saying earlier during the break that you've had, or maybe it was like when we were playing last episode, you, that you've had too much Delta Green in your life. It's affecting the way you think. It's and affecting yes, how I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because now you're saying you. things like that. Thank you for the. <laughs> <laughs> to, to uh, what me. if we, what if when we girl that paper that uh. Exeter had it just said maximum peanut butter achieved. Maximum <laughs> peanut butter. Uh, that would be more disturbing than uh, from the Yellow King. <laughs> what does it mean? What does maximum it mean? Peanut butter achieved. Full insanity. Right there. Yeah. All right. This is probably a good place to actually get into the damn game and actually start talking about Delta Green again. Um, and actually, I think I just Recap. realized. Um, I, I actually I just realized that 
again, uh, we don't have any uh, audio flaming. Was there no backing track to that banter? That whole thing. I'm I'm sorry. Oh man, it's just Uh, like vanilla, (laughs) vanilla banter. Okay, I'm gonna have to fix it uh, here in a minute. But for now, so we are here in Boston. Um, You guys last session had gone and. you tried to make contact with, after, you know, kind of talking to Dr. Dallin and figuring out there's some strangeness going on, you guys have tried to make contact with, I believe, the organization itself, with Delta Green. The idea being that you want to, um, the idea being that you want to try to get some support. I think that one of the things you had asked for was for some security, or not security, some surveillance equipment. Uh, to be able to kind of surveil the Dorchester and then some maybe some disguises. You guys contacted some people that you thought were, you know, you figured her Delta Green, you know, it's, you're not really sure how Delta Green works. And they basically told you that your handler would contact you. Uh, you guys then headed back to your um, your room at the Ritz-Carlton, which is generously <laughs> given paid for by Benedict and his slush fund. Um and you guys Did I pay for that i didn't realize i think that's the idea yeah uh, but while you guys were on the way we also had this bit of a flashback where uh we got to see kind of what happened with old hank how hank got involved with uh with d jizzle as he uh mm-hmm. you know we flashed all the way back to 1975. you guys received a message to meet with your briefing officer, Agent Exeter. Uh, when you did so, I mean, you guys were already kind of going to the situation, being a little bit. Yeah, you were you were a little bit cautious. You weren't you weren't really sure of what to make what to make with all uh, uh, about Exeter, whether or not you could trust him. And when you guys came in, or when you met him, you noticed that he was again kind of like unwashed and he was still wearing the same clothes that he was wearing previously and it was all just a little weird and i believe that someone who was it who made the ploy to actually like get in this guy's pockets who was that hank Hank. that was hank with a beefy beefy aid by Benedict. A great, sauce. A great horsey big horsey sauce, sauce uh, misdirection. Uh, you guys were able to get one of these pieces of paper that you saw him kind of drawing with or drawing on or writing on uh, from his pocket, you know, before he basically left. When it happened, you guys then were able to, you kind of read it and you were disturbed to see that what was written on the paper was actually a line from a a familiar play a line from none other than the king in yellow as your guys's suspicions are confirmed that your handler uh for this operation has probably been contaminated it's probably been corrupted uh, as he goes to leave. So here you guys are in the Arby's. Uh, 
Agent Exeter has just left. He's just walked out the door. What do you do? Hell, well, guys, I guess we're kind of on our own now, huh? It's what I feared that Exodus contaminated. I still don't know if Delta Green truly wants us to be on this Indian Moon mission, but every point of contact we've had outside of Esther, we don't know about her. Seems to be contaminated by whatever the spell is that we encountered 20 years ago. I have... I have an idea, and it might need me to go and check my Rolodex. But I hate to say it, maybe... Maybe we need to get back in touch with Agent Marcus. That was just going to be my thought as well. It's I mean, really I don't know hard to take that serious from a man with horsey sauce on his hands. <laughs> Does he licking it one by one? As he's licking his fingers. <laughs> uh... So, I'm does anybody to... have that degenerate's number? Uh, we could go that route, and I'm for it. I don't know quite what we would ask him at this point. Uh, is there any sort of protocol? or Honestly, you know... we just need familiar faces because we don't know who to trust anymore. Well, one of the things that you guys would know from kind of your initiation to Delta Green, if you believe, and actually even from the kind of the mission briefing that you received from Exeter, um, you know that if you were to contact Delta Green, that Delta Green is cautious, um, that they don't like doing anything without some proof. Um, you, you guys have the feeling that dealing with the bureaucracy of Delta Green, even if you were able to somehow contact Marcus, you think that they would probably, their big thing, what they would tell you is just, hey, you need to investigate... If this guy is concerned, you need to investigate it. Get us some evidence. Figure out what's going on. So, man, I don't know. What do you... I kind of want to just take it into our own hands and get to the bottom of it ourselves, however we can. As ex I mean, exit to left, is he out of sight? Or can we still see him? I would say that if you hurry, I mean, you could probably catch up with him. You know where he's parked. Are you Let's suggesting we should follow him? We have no time. Let's follow him. I mean, we still have to stall for some time before we go back to the psychiatric facility. So Hank's down. If Benji's down. Benji? Feels like we're getting off the rails. Feels dangerous. Well, not, not necessarily dangerous. because... <laughs> oh. Because you know what? Fuck the handler. Let's he, make this handler scramble. No rails. Earn his paycheck. <laughs> we can't hope trust you, him. Hope you we like the him. improv, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, if Benji's all right, uh, grab the horsey sauce. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! No, there's no, there's no packets left. What do you do? Hurry, hurry! Uh, there's no horsey sauce. Uh, Benedict takes a hundred dollar bill and puts it inside the hundred dollar bill. Benedict leaps over the counter and whips out his Desert Eagle. Where's the goddamn horse's house? <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you actually have to fight another customer who's behind the counter, also with their firearm out, in order oh, like, to get the have? horse you saw. They you also really have don't a, like Arby's, They have an huh? Uzi. They have an Uzi. Uh, <laughs> you have to fight your way out of the Arby's <laughs> through a, a gunfight. Uh, as the as the what did denizens. Arby's do to you, Joe? I actually really like Arby's. I just think it's I don't know. It's just fun to take the shit out of the place. Anyway, uh, as you as you evade the hail of gunfire behind you, as the police show up to the scene, uh, mm. you guys make your way down and you see Exeter turn the corner into the parking lot where his car is. Shall we follow him in our? Our uh, car. Why the hell yes. not? Tail him. I don't know if he's actually seen our car, to be honest, if he knows what we drive. Because we showed up kind of. I remember we parked further away when we showed up at the restaurant and he was here first. Uh, so maybe there's oh. an argument to have there, Joe, that he doesn't actually know what we drive. But I don't um, think he would. He wouldn't know what car we rented. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get in the car and follow him. All right, you see him uh you see him get in his car and you guys you guys managed to I would say that you know it's not hard. He doesn't seem to be you know he's not he doesn't seem to be looking over his shoulder. He doesn't seem to be trying to shake a tail, you know. You do notice that on the back of his car he has a sticker uh for the Massachusetts State Police. Uh, is in his back glass of his 2010 Ford Escape. Um, and you guys drive uh, a pretty... You guys drive a pretty good way. Actually, I don't know how far away this is. But you end up in kind of uh, suburbia. Uh, and specifically, eventually, the car pulls up to 919 4th Street in Medford, Massachusetts. Uh, it the car pulls up to the like, I guess not a garage. It doesn't have a garage, so it pulls up uh, on the street, and you see Exeter get out and go to go inside. It's a house. Yes, it's a house, and it's like in like a kind of suburbish kind of area. One of the one of the big things you immediately notice though is that every like I mean this is middle-class America, there's probably an HOA, you know, and stuff like that. His house, the lawn, is grown up. Um, and there are several wet newspapers, kind of. He actually steps over them as he goes into this home, as you guys kind of cruise by, you know, easy, kind of uh, giving an eye out on it. I knew something was wrong with that man. Anyone who doesn't eat a Arby's sandwich that's right in front of him. <laughs> what stack. kind of what <laughs> kind of deviant he's gone fellas uh what you, what do you say about you park in wait till night just observe what's going on maybe try to get a closer n look once nightfall happens yeah sounds like a plan to me All so right. you guys are just gonna are just gonna case the joint yep I think mm -hmm. so yeah I love how it's three pretty age, <laughs> three pretty aged people following another uh, pretty aged guy. guy. Just in this, in this really 
cat and mouse gamer who's actually the bad guy. Yeah. Um. So you see that there's like you know there's a there's a pile of mail like you know kind of like the the mailbox seems to be kind of bursting with mail, and as you guys are, pardon me. Um, as you guys are sitting there, because it's about it's pretty early in the morning. As you guys are sitting there, there are some neighbors who, as they're walking by, will kind of like kind of eyeball you. You know, it's like walking dogs or like going for jogs and stuff like that. It seems to be like a pretty like one of those quiet places where people notice when there's someone out of the ordinary mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, like you guys, as you as you sit there, you don't really see a whole lot going on uh, for quite some time, and you start to get the feeling that you know there might be. Uh, actually, I would say Hank. Hank gets the idea that you know, while it might be a good idea maybe for someone to stay here, but it might so might also be a good idea to kind of canvas the neighborhood. Um. You know, and especially okay. just being like like middle-class suburbia, they're probably pretty uh, cooperative with law enforcement. You know, they're easy to answer, ask questions of and whatnot. Oh. While we kill some time, what do you fellas think about uh, asking around the neighborhood for some information? We don't even know the man's name. Speaking of which, why don't, like we, idea. why don't we look into his mail? If we stroll on by. All right. Um, like, just, I'd say, let's, so, what, we're trying to find someone to talk to in the neighborhood before nightfall, and maybe just grab something out of his mailbox real quick? Not really try to find anything, but yeah. just see anything with a name, address on there? Yeah. I think Benji would probably stick in the car and surveil the house. I think he's doing that, because... Benji's going to stick out like a sore thumb in a suburban neighborhood. He looks like a straight-up bum. Probably. It's <laughs> a scraggly, scraggly bum. Mm. Benedict will maybe go and interview the neighbors. Maybe not the immediate neighbors, but maybe neighbors nearby. Take like a notepad with him. Okay. Um, so you're going to go, you guys are just going to go up to the neighbor's houses first. Like what's happening first. You let me know. I guess grab some mail first. Cause maybe we would need a name to question people about. Yeah. You know? All right. That's fair. Um, go ahead then. And I would say. If you want to do it and you want to get away with it, really, uh, if you want to try to do it sneaky, then you're probably going to have to do some type of stealth roll to try to okay. kind of swing by and yoink, um, you know, mail. It is going to be hard. It is in the middle of the day. So you're going to have a penalty if you're going to do that. That's call right, the agency I'm... to get a mailman outfit. So also, <laughs> also, uh, Hank, you actually you see you have the address, and this is something Hank would know. Is like you as Brad wouldn't necessarily know this, but Hank would definitely know this. You have an address. You have his license plate for his car. You can probably 
get this information, probably no problem from the marshal service. Like you can probably Maybe make a I'll... call and just <clears throat> yeah. get this info. I'll make a radio call before we get something out of his mail. Okay, you you make a you make a quick call to someone you know uh, who's like still back in New York, and you it's like you know like one of your kind of proteges, you know, or someone that you know it's kind of in the field more. And after a little while, you get a you get a text message back that has the info you see that this place is owned by none other than dr elias barbus uh, elias barbus how do you spell elias uh, E L I A S. Gotcha. You see that he's, um he's a doctor and but his license plate was a state police. Yes, actually. Um you see that you see that he apparently works for the state police um until recently that he's like a um what would you call? He's like, um, he's a, he's a, like a police psychologist, you okay. know, like he's like a, a criminal psychologist kind of guy. Okay. Huh. Interesting. And you also, you also get from your contact said that it, um, that it looks like, it looks like there's something about him like being on administrative leave or something to that effect. Uh, but that you don't have any more info from this source. But that's who you got, Dr. Elias Barbus. Well, we have a name, fellas, and an occupation. Benedict, you want to take the lead on a questioning of one of the neighbors? Mm -hmm. What do we what do we want to know? What are we trying to find out? That's a good question. I mean, we already know he's breaking down mentally. Could be probably why he's on administrative leave to a certain extent. Probably raiding the evidence lockers. That crooked son of a bitch. Yeah, we wouldn't know anyone like that. <laughs> so I, I guess uh, we need to find out if Dr. Bobs can be trusted. And what do we need to know for that? We need to figure out his state of mind. We need to figure out his affiliations. We need to figure out if he is capable of helping us in this mission. Well, I feel like Hank's already kind of dead set on it. He, he can't trust them. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I mean... I think the interview's mostly just to kill time before it's nightfall, and I want to peek in his window, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I do <laughs> want to get this out of the house. Let's not, let's not bother with the interview. We already know he's crazy. Can we just go um, in guns blazing? I mean, what you do what, what you want to do, guys. What would that look like? 
What if we um, just brute force, like, we know something's up with you. We have evidence right here. What the hell is this? Right. Maybe. Might be an option. Should I don't want to brute. I, I don't want to. I don't want to do that do right away. I definitely want to try to peek in his window, look around or something when it's late at night. What happens when oh. you turn on your handler? Uncharted territory. He's compromised, man. You mean you mean Dr. Barbus, not me, right? That's well, because you Obviously, guys have already you guys have already turned against me. All handlers. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do we even want to bother with an interview? Or interview? I, I wouldn't think so. I don't see what maybe, could be gained me, by it. Let me quickly do a, a quick scout next door. Um, so Benedict will go up and he's got his little vanilla notebook. He knocks on the door, see if anybody's next door. And you also have your credentials, like or so. So what, well, what's what's the idea here? So you're gonna so there's there's basically Barbus has three neighbors directly across the street is like a little wooded area, uh, but he has his house has a neighbor on each side and then a neighbor directly across the back fence. So those are his closest okay. neighbors. So I think he'll go to the neighbor on the side and he wants to find out if he's got anybody else in the house with him. But he's going to make it under the guise of trying to figure out uh, the personalities of the doctors in the neighborhood. Okay. All right. Uh, roll me a, a D100 real quick and just tell me what you get. Okay. That is a eighty-nine. Okay, eighty-nine. And also, did our? Why can I not see my mouse? Uh. So what's what's the, you're you're going under the guise of figuring out the personalities of the doctors in the neighborhood? Yeah. Like, I want uh, to see how long they've been here, and I want to see if there's anybody else in the house so we don't have any issues if we need to go in. Sorry, I'm having have... trouble with my computer. So um, that's the actual intent, not the mm -hmm. guys. What's the guys? Like, what do you... Oh. Do you have a plan? Oh, these ideas, they just flowed to me after a while. We'll, we'll figure it okay. out. Just so You're talented. Just gonna... Dip, duck and dodge and jive. All right. Uh, ducking and dodging and. So, you. Hacking what did you and get, slashing. By the way? Hacking and slashing. 89. 89. Okay. Um, you. You go to one of the next door houses. Um, it's a little. Like, it's like a, a clean little small home. Uh, you knock on the door. And a man comes to the front door. He looks to be in his late 30s. Um, he's like very clean cut, clean shaven, and he's like, "Hi, uh, can can I help you?" Oh, hello. Yes, my name is Benedict. I am a journalist. Very pleased to meet you, sir. And he violently shakes his hand. Nice to. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Uh, I I don't really know what this is. I. Oh no. Oh, sorry. I'm from England. Uh, I've lost my. In, but we do things differently here. But usually when I'm in England, we just go up to people's houses. We just ask some questions because 
we love to talk to each other. I know it's a little different in the US, but... Are you selling something? No, <laughs> not at all. I'm actually doing a story, and I would love to interview you. Alright, roll me some yeah. type of some type of roll. Uh, I'll probably persuade. Ladies and gentlemen, John Luca. John <laughs> Luca. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, oh, eighty-five failure. That's eighty-five over fifty-one. He's yeah. just like, yeah, I, I already, uh, I don't, I don't need to meet Jesus today or whatever it is you're doing. Oh, okay. Uh, oh no, definitely uh, not Jesus. Uh, bye. He closes Je the door. Do no, well. He just wraps. Just he just keeps rapping. Sir, sir, excuse me, sir. All right, he he opens the door. If you're persistent, he uh... persistent. I just have a question, Doctor Barbus. I want to know. I want to. I want to interview Doctor Barbus. I just wanted to check. Is his is his wife home at the uh, moment? Just his kids home. Go. I just. I. That's. I. I really can't. I'm not gonna talk to you. I don't know who you are. I have to, like, uh, uh bye. Doctor Barbus. Is he not? Uh, uh, <laughs> Please, like, uh, please leave, or I will call the police. Okay, you fucking Americans are so rude, and it just bubbles off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have two more houses. Try again. Because the other house. <laughs> <laughs> the cops called on us so hard. There's a crazy guy going house to house talking about British customs. Oh, how many times do you think I can roll badly here? Okay, so you're gambling. <laughs> Same I mean, thing. I mean, eventually. I mean, maybe eventually one of these people will be them. very lonely and they'll want to talk to you more so than this fellow. <laughs> <No>, just... <laughs> you, you know how people are. Sometimes they just, they're just really lonely and they just need someone to talk to them. Even if they're so, British. I think it's worthwhile finding out this information, so he'll go and try the same thing. We don't need play it out, but he'll try the same thing at another house. Okay. Uh, you go to the next house on the other side of Barbus's, <laughs> Dr. Barbus's house. You knock on the door and a uh, another guy, uh, probably early 30-ish, uh, he comes to the door and there's like a small a small child like comes is like daddy who is it he's like i uh, go back uh you know i go inside let daddy handle this he says i uh, yes can i help you yes hello same 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 spiel you can make me do it again you bastard all right just give me your your, your check i guess okay <laughs> i worked so hard oh again, closer again. Oh, one my point God. Off. 52 over 51 I, I don't Amazing. know. I don't know what you want me to do here, man. Like, you know, like, <laughs> he's he's like he's like okay, uh, thanks, bye. Okay, he goes to the next house and he holds a fifty dollar bill in his hand while he's talking to the person. <laughs> All right, you go to the house that shares that's like across the back fence. And this time, a little old lady comes out. Uh, yes, hello. Oh, hello, ma'am. I'm so glad I caught you. I was oh. actually looking for Dr. Barbus. Oh, aren't you lovely? Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like your are accent. You, are you friends with Dr. Barbus? Oh, uh, oh, well, 
not, not so much. I mean, it's we we are, we are neighbors. Yes. Oh, <laughs> troubled, troubled neighborhood. Would you would you like to have some tea with me, ma'am? Do you like having tea? I, that's a weird thing to come to someone's house and just say. I have fifty dollars for you. Would you like to have some tea? Are you trying to bribe me? <laughs> what the no. fuck? I think that's the definition you? of being bribed. Is you you come to my house and you <laughs> roll me a persuade check. Um, you can't even no, give someone fifty that? bucks. Oh, they won't take fifty bucks. I'm gonna, even I'm gonna get roll persuade check oh. at a plus twenty. Jesus Christ! All right, yeah. So she's like, um, no, I. I'm sorry, I I don't want any. I did bye. Fuck. <laughs> I'm doing right. an interview. Do you know Dr. Bobbis? Uh, Here's fifty dollars. <laughs> Can we have tea? <laughs> he's trying everything. All right, just well, imagine, guys. If somebody came to your door and did the, like, what would you do? <laughs> I know what I would do. I'd be like. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Holding up a fifty dollar bill in your face like this and asking if they could come in and have tea—that's <laughs> absolutely insane behavior. <laughs> oh, okay, Benedict God. comes back. <laughs> my cheeks hurt. Oh my God. Uh, and he comes back. He's like, guys, I don't know what happened. I just... this neighborhood is insane. This is not a... how we do it back home. So you want to just imagine able to now, gather anything from the neighbors? I imagine you go Nothing. to if you go to the UK and you just knock on someone's door and say, "Can I have tea like with tea. you?" And they just let yes, you. I need some money. They feel like, yes, you don't even have to bribe them there. They just let <laughs> oh, you in. Fuck. Oh god. Okay. God. Amazing. <laughs> Nothing more for me. Fifty dollars. Can I have tea with you? <laughs> All right. I don't think you could possibly. It was, that. it was worth three tries. Okay. Hanks, Hanks, Hanks like now. What did you say? As the night goes, day goes on, and we wait till night. Uh, <laughs> nothing else. See if anything else happens at the house. Um, after like you know, there is one point in time where you know, like, kind of in the evening, you would like it, it's kind of brief. But you would, you know, as you're watching, uh, you know, and every now and then you can see Dr. Barbus, you can see Barbus move around in the bottom of his house, you know, like, you know, in, in, like through the living room and stuff. You oh, it's two story. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm sorry if I didn't explain that. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a two story house that is kind of like a red, red brick thing. Actually, let me, let me see. I might actually have, do I have a picture of his house? Oh. Uh, that changes everything. Uh, yes. I don't know if it's two stories. If I'd have known, <laughs> I'd only know. That's my failure as a as a uh, handler, really. We're gonna need more tea. I actually don't see. I don't have anything of his house, but so as you guys are watching, you know, and maybe Hank, maybe you're the one, you know, kind of like keeping an eye, just parked across the road. You see Doctor Barbus downstairs, and for a second. You, you see something, you see someone, you see a shape move 
across one of the windows on the upstairs. But then, like, a moment later, you see again Barbus downstairs. Hank, I guess oh, yeah. it's just kind of like uh, rubbing it up his eyes, like questioning whether he's tired or something, I guess. Yeah. Um, as you as you continue to look, you see, like, and I'd imagine that you guys have, like, some basic stuff. You have, like, I'll say that you have, like, a pair of binoculars. You look up and you see, uh, very briefly, you see a, you see a woman. Um, she's kind of, uh, like an olive skinned, you know, like, you know, maybe like Italian or Spanish, you know, kind of complexion. She's standing in like in front of one of the windows with like a like a flowy kind of like nighty kind of thing. It's like kind of partially transparent. And she's staying there. She has long brown hair. She looks like she's like probably in her 20s. She's like she's very pretty. And you see her standing there and she kind of like looks out the window and there's a moment where you think she kind of looks right at you as you're looking up with these binoculars. <clears throat> and then she turns her head like someone says something. You can see her mouth moving. And then she walks away from the window. And again, like as you bring the the um, the binoculars down, you can see that Barbas is still moving around downstairs. Fuck. So We're going to have to... Ladies we don't know. In the house... Yes, yeah. uh, upstairs. <clears throat> upstairs. Okay. Well, fellas, I don't uh, know what to make of all this. Uh, halfway think we need to go in, get a closer look. I mean, what what do you what do you guys think the plan of action should be? Well, a little bit more complicated now that we know there's another person in the house. At least one. At least one. How old does this house look? Um, I don't know. It's like it's like kind of okay. Looks like an older house. It's probably you know like a lot of these houses are are like on the older side. They're like you know probably built in the early 1900s. Like a very old neighborhood. Fuck! I don't know what to do. I know there's something fishy just, going on in there. Like, all evidence points to that this dude is, like... Should we just knock on the door? Well, I don't know, because... Uh... <clears throat> if we knock on the door and we get on his bad side or something, he just shuts the door in his face, then to get any further, we're going to have to, like, you know actually use force mm -hmm, we try mm -hmm. to sneak in and we get caught we're still in the same situation where we're gonna have to use force mm -hmm. um i wonder how many operations oh so i guess the with the pcs just straight up in jail like the whole party goes to jail and that's <laughs> the end of it everyone goes to jail and it's the i kind of want to ever i, I kind of want to sneak in because if we sneak in, then there's a chance of us finding something and get getting out without being seen. Yeah, Unless you really think that. we're going to be able to get further by persuading him to tell us everything he knows, even though he's um, crazy. You know. Well, let's look at mechanics. What's your stealth? Because mine is shitty, shitty. Mine's terrible. Mine's forty. 
we statistically might have a better chance if we take the persuade or what if we had someone okay what if someone's observing from the outside and only one or two of us go in and you know maybe you could see something like oh that woman's in the if something crazy happens like oh that woman's in the top floor and like have like some kind of like coach where you should go but i know that wouldn't really quite make sense yeah i i could see that just try to keep an eye out from the outside of where we think the other occupants uh, occupants of the house are um how late is it when they're still moving around joe like at what point do we see the house kind of settle down so I would say that I think that in the evening as it starts to get dark I think you finally see uh, Dr. Barbus. then he gets up and gets back in his car and leaves. Oh, okay. he leaves the house. Oh, shit. Yeah. So now I just have to worry about the maybe his daughter. Maybe that's who that is. Said she was in her 20s. Could be anything. There's this weird thing where he's upstairs and downstairs at the same time. Makes me kind of think if there's some kind of oh, night floor situation miss- going on here at his house. No, I, I was just saying that there were people moving on both levels. Not that he's moving. Oh, I thought you said he was specifically upstairs Pardon and like me. downstairs. Gotcha. So there's more people in here outside of Barbus. But they don't know who we are. We have badges. So we could... We have badges. Maybe That's we just an excellent point. Ask questions with authority. Okay. Hank would have. They're to gonna leave. be. Re- they're gonna be resistant. Hank is the only one that's taser. remote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Taser What's the plan tape? of action? If they resist, what are we trying to do? Are we really trying to black like... bag them? We got those black that black bag kit that Benedict you, got. You got you guys have an entire kit just for this. <laughs> Bags, wrist ties, and a speedo is what's on my inventory. Yes, I I believe the speedo is a part of it as well. And a speedo for your troubles. <laughs> <laughs> well. You want to get Hank in there and sneak around, and if shit hits the fan, just yeah, scream and we'll come in and yeah, black bag him. You could do something like this. One of us could sneak in, like you said. If it feels sketchy, then I say we have like some kind of uh, communication system, Joe, I'm sure. Like... Uh, Radios that aren't very loud, like yes, in our ear, or yes, access to those. Guys have, I, I would say that's well within what you would have cool. or what you would have put together as your kit. And then I could radio someone to knock on downstairs and distract them. Ooh, that's nice. At the front okay. door uh, while someone else is looking in around inside. Okay. Now you're thinking. Right. Who wants to do what? Let's do it. I'll go knock on the front door. And I will. 
Benji wants to try and... You, you're probably far more animated and interesting as a character up at the front door late at night. Uh, okay, I can try to distract you. <laughs> um, Here's $50. Do you want to have tea? $50 for tea! You got any pointers for me, Benedict? <laughs> no. They hate tea here. Don't ask. Um, <laughs> That's uh, what we do know. Ask them for a for beef sandwich. And horsey sauce. Uh, can we say that my guitar is in the trunk of the car? Um... Why not? Why not? You have. Ooh. I'm just interested in seeing where this goes. So, all right. Like all right. So, so, so give me the plan. The plan is to break in through like the back of the house, and then have one of you knock on the front door. Yes. Uh. So Hank will be like, "I'm gonna go try to sneak around in the back, look around, find the best point of entry." If I think I can't enter without a distraction, or maybe I'll tell you to knock on, tell you when to come to the door. How's that sound? Roger that. Uh, Benedict, uh, what can Benedict do to aid us? Benedict's going to sit in the car and think about why nobody likes tea in this country. <laughs> <laughs> It's just and ridiculous. also keep an eye out. He'll keep an eye out, and if there's any trouble, anything, he'll radio in. All right. Plan. Something you guys notice pretty quickly. While all the other homes on the block seem to have, you know, evidence of life inside, like, you know, lights. There doesn't appear to be any lights on inside. Jesus. Let's go ahead. Do it. Bring right. this torch. And he hands you a torch. <laughs> you you might need this. It's when dangerous. You, you, know have $50. you never when you know a, when fifty dollars. When you say a torch, do you mean a flashlight or an actual oh, torch? Oh god. Yeah, flashlight. Fine. Alright. Sorry. <laughs> um Alright, uh Hank. Doesn't turn the light on right away, but tries to see if he can sneak around the back, look in the windows. Stealth light. Benji, knock on the door first. Knock on the door. Uh, wasn't Hank going to give me a signal? Oh, God. Yeah. Who's running yeah. this operation? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look around and what? see if I can uh, clock where the people are or the individuals inside. Okay. Okay, you, you make your way around and... As you're coming around the edge of the house, you know, you are trying to... I imagine you're, like, kind of walking in from the street and then just kind of, like, taking your moment to kind of duck in and, like, scoot beside the house. So there mm -hmm. is, uh, like I said, the house has grown up and there's, like, fences and, like, you know, like, bushes, you know, between the houses. Mm -hmm. um, I will need you to go ahead and make me that... Um, go ahead and make me that stealth check... It is dark Let's, now. Do I get any? It is. It is dark. I'll give you a plus twenty percent for it being dark outside. Cool. I probably plus shouldn't. Cycle. But I'm going to. Maybe it's like a plus forty. All right, thirty-seven. <laughs> is it a new move? <laughs> All right. Yeah, Hank. You feel like you feel pretty good about it as you are making your way to the back. 
you see that there is like you know there's like a short driveway that kind of goes up to the side of the house and that's where dr barbus was um that's where he was parked and as you go around the like left side of the house there is a a few windows that you can kind of peek in as you go the first one you look in and you see into what looks like kind of like a like a large living room and inside are boxes and like it, the place is trash but something that's really weird there seems to be like an absolute abundance of mechanical stuff you think you uh see like a pile of maybe like pistons from an engine there's a drive the shaft it looks like some pieces of computers that are all been torn apart and even like like some a large piece of what looks like some type of weird industrial press like some huge piece of machinery like that's like on its side just in the living room you make your way um you continue to make your way around and you pass by a bathroom and you see that the toilet has what looks like the uh like the upper half of a car engine just sitting in the toilet bowl. What the uh, fuck? <laughs> as you're moving around, you get all the way around to the back and there's a bedroom or, or there's a room, but it has like curtains over it. And then you see a small stoop in the back um, where one can get into the building. Okay. I relate everything I'm seeing to Benedict and Benji. In the goddamn that. toilet? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on here? The hell? Um, what do y'all think? Uh, should I try to go in right when you knock, Benji? I'd say give it a few seconds. After I go in? Uh, I'll knock. Wait a few seconds, make sure she comes to the front door. Maybe you'll be able to hear it open. Mm. All right. Uh, and, well, uh, Benedict can tell me when it opens. He's got the eagle eye from the street. So you can even, Benedict, also tell me if you see anyone uh, upstairs in the windows, uh, you know, moving around. Affirmative. All right. No so problem, <laughs> Try the... Whatever you got planned, Benji. So Benji's coming up to the front door with a guitar in hand. Is that right? I imagine it's like, uh, do you guys remember the cartoon um, with the horse who had this like Zorro character called El Kabong who would yeah. hit people with a guitar? <laughs> yeah, yes. I remember that. El Kabong. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Benji will walk up to the front door, guitar in hand, and uh, give a Nice, three brisk knocks. All right, you knock on the door, and you hear the sound of the knock echo throughout the house. Uh, you hear it as well from where you are, uh, Hank, and nothing happens. That's what I was afraid of. I will knock harder and longer. <laughs> Again, nothing. Well, shit. You see anything, Benedict, from your uh, 
from the van. What do you say, Joe? Do I need to roll something? Yeah, make me your uh, roll me your perception. Failure ninety one over thirty five. Yeah, you don't see shit. What a rough episode, Benedict. (laughs) Here's the other option. All clear, all clear, repeat. Benji could just start playing, and it might muffle any sounds I make when I go inside. What's, oh, what sounds do you intend on making that need to be muffled by guitar music? Guitar noises. I mean, I, I'd just be like a distraction, you know, so I don't know how everybody feels Because there's nothing that. more distracting than drawing all the attention directly to the building that you're, uh, that you're breaking into. <laughs> well, I was thinking more specifically the front door and not what's going on inside the house. I say, all right, let me just try this latch and see what happens. Um, I try this latch. It seems to be... Okay, you uh, you try the back door, and it appears to be locked. God damn it. Um, can I use, what can I use to try to get it, finesse it open? Uh, where are we looking? Fuck. Well, uh, Benji, make an alert, make an alertness roll. All right, maybe I'll find a better. What'd you say, John? I'll success. You know, as you are, um, as you're kind of looking around, you see the doors locked, and you're kind of going, "Shit." You know, as you're kind of looking around the area and kind of you're like testing the windows and stuff. You actually find a uh, spare key. There's like a little, mm. like one of those little fake rocks. Yeah. And you're able Aha. to find a spare key. Pick it up and try it. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Flashbacks yeah. to paranoia. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, you you reach up and you know you attempt to. Um, unlock the door and it does also uh, Benji while you're up there you know while Hank is doing this in the back Benji you see there's a uh, a pile of mail there by the door it looks like someone kind of just kind of threw it up there there look mail sort through it (laughs) open it (laughs) look free mail if you're an official person Free mail. Yeah. What's up? Uh, what is uh what is Benji's history? Pretty darn good. Yeah, probably. Um, Seventy. That is pretty darn good. Like insta pass. Alright. You see on top is a postcard. Uh and then let me transition our stream over so folks can see it. Let's see. You see this postcard. Uh, Give me a moment to make it controllable by you guys. It is... It is of this... For those of you who are listening... It's a postcard of like a really old looking photograph 
that looks to be like a, a great like green like glittering kind of sea with these huge buildings uh in the in the background they are they're massive uh like dwarfing everything around them and the picture is quite quite faded uh quite faded and kind of looks like it has been like heavily stained um but this is a postcard and on the back of the postcard is this could you make them like 50% smaller i was just making them a little bit bigger for the ah, green okay, the moment being um, don't worry guys i'll read this one what code on the yes it uh you know it doesn't take much for benji to look at this and tell that it's probably some type of cipher um yeah um is that it would probably take it would probably take some time to decipher this. Um, Benji, we could always just look at the module. Well, why don't you just pull up the module and <laughs> just see what the cipher says? Actually, I'm going to take a look at Benji's sheet real quick. See if he has anything relevant. I would say that if Benji wants to make a an intelligence check at a minus... I'm really going to say like a minus... 40 because this is that's fair this is, he's probably pretty drunk at this point that's wasted jeez benji what do you have there bring it bring it to me and then it's pretty drunk in the car at this point too what? when did bring you guys start drinking apart. it's the arby's i have started drinking after nobody answered the fucking call for tea <laughs> it was just too jarring uh, intelligence minus 40? Yeah. Alright, intelligence minus 40. Why am I getting the minus 40? Do I know that? Be well, one, that you're standing on the front porch Whoa. of the place doing this. Uh, still got a success. You know 23 under yeah, 75. Yeah. So, Jeez. you think that, can you know, I don't know, like, something about it, like, Benji's just, you know, you're not a mathematician. You're not, you know, a, a cryptographer. But maybe he think... read about this particular cipher in his studies. Yeah. Well, when you're as you're looking at the the picture, you think that this castle is like the kind of thing. It's like a Moorish design that would be in Spain, though. Like you are unfamiliar with this exact architecture. Something about it seems off or different than anything you've ever seen as a historian. Um, you think that was like just based off the photograph? You think that's likely taken probably in the earliest and the early 20th century, uh, probably oh, in the okay. 1920s or 1930s. Is um, that Carcassian architecture we're seeing? As you read it, you see the following message. Dearest M, as in the letter M, Made the crossing with a strange little man called Mosby. All is well. The towers of gold are magnificent, and Yehitil is a wonder. Say hello to V for me. V as in the letter V. Abigail is here. 
wish you were. <sighs> what in the world what? is this doing? It, just chilling on somebody's lawn. It's not somebody. It's Barbus is. Well, yeah. Okay, we, say that one more time. So, yeah, say that one more time, Joe. Dearest M, made the crossing with a strange little man called Mosby. All is well. The Towers of Gold are magnificent, and Yehitil is a wonder. Say hello to V for me. Abigail is here. Wish you were. And there's no signature at the end? No signature. Who's Mosby again? Or do we know? I don't think we know. Who? Who is Mosby? So we haven't heard. I thought Mosby came up. V. He could be referring to the cells and Delta Green as well. It wasn't uh, um, the 15-year-old boy who's now an adult now was in Vega cell. Or his name was, codename was Vega. So I wonder if that dude has something to do with V. Yeah, good catch. Could be. Um, that was that was in the night floors, you know, that we basically saw get sucked up by a black hole with the porcelain dude face dude in there. Um, What's weird to me, it's addressed to an M, right? And Agent mm-hmm. Exeter, that's an E. And yeah, <clears throat> his real name doesn't start with M either. So like, M cells are cells, so. I don't think this is correspondence for Delta Green. Okay. Roll me some of the for Benji. Me. Roll me another intelligence check, just straight up intelligence check. Okay. Let's see. Another success. Thirty-six under seventy-five. Nice. You do recall that the name he used to make the reservation was yeah. Marbus. Marvis. Oh. Is that his Carcosian name? Do we have Carcosian names now? <laughs> Do we? What is sorry, what does that say on the front of the postcard? There's a word at the top, right? Uh it's like postmarks, but they're hard to make out. They don't mean anything to you. It's a, it looks like it says J. I yeah, that's what I was wondering too. In... J I A N John? Is that yours, John Lucas? John. <laughs> We've gone too uh, far. So I'm guessing Benji's relaying this to everyone over the over the radio. Yeah. I, I just said the time. It just to just throw all this by the way I had to see this and it's a picture taken in the uh, probably the 1920s and 1910s so I saw uh, some free mail on the ground so I figured fuck it why not free why mail alright well I mean I can't help but metagame a little bit since you just relayed that whole information says that he's this dude's deep like I mean if Hank knew this, this information is... he wouldn't have any like a hesitation to black bag him if he showed up again. But anyway, Dude, Hank falls Ooh. deep in the king in yellow. He's raw dogging this yeah. king. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't. You know, sometimes you hear something and you're uh, like, 
And you're like, I think that's the first time that's ever been said in the that's in human history. Certainly not. Certainly not. Well, maybe. I guess he's, Hank will continue. All dog in the king. <laughs> continue going into the house. Uh, yeah, keep so looking. The key works. All right. Um, hold on one sec while Hank, I try to get the Hank, damn. Hank, keep an eye out for any impossible landscapes. Will do. Wink. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Wink. Uh, <laughs> Who are you winking at over the radio? That's my question. It's, the it's audience. A good question. He turns to the. He breaks the fourth wall. And looks at the camera. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to fix the damn uh, um, audio music again. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. I'm not done messing with it for today. So uh, you go into the kitchen, and the first thing that hits you immediately is one. Everything here is dark. Like there's like there's not you know the <laughs> microwave and the 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 number. You know, like the clock in the microwave and the oven's not lit up. The electricity is off in this whole house, uh, as far as you can tell. You smell, as you open the door, you are like slapped in the face with the reeking smell of gasoline, like oil, like the smell of burning rubber, and other kind of like industrial type smells. Like uh, it is, it, it hits you really, really hard. Uh, not enough to bother you, but it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of impressive. Jeez, what uh, the hell? As you as you come in, and I don't know, like, how is Hank coming in? Are you just, you're just sauntering in? You have your your weapon out, and you know, like, ready to go. Like, you will. Well, need can your we flashlight. say? Can we say that Benji? Maybe not everything in depth as you just explained it to us, but expresses that there's some heavy evidence out here that you yeah, know. We just be like you guys i think asian Xer might be in deeper than we thought it's looking pretty grim out here uh and if he said that yeah hank we go very stealthily and draw his gun okay and hank said careful in there hank i'm gonna go in with the flashlight Y'all got my back if anything happens. You betcha. He's going to go with his flashlight out. Alone. Into the house of the guy who... Okay, cool. All right, so you you are going... So you go in, and the first thing you see is that um, on the kitchen counter are two paint pans... Uh, with a, but you know, like the paint pans I could use for a paint roller, and they're full of what looks like gasoline with like hundreds of nuts and bolts like soaking in them. Um, you like you hear no sound from the refrigerator, and it looks like you know as you're looking around, there are uh, you can't even see any plates or. You know, like you like quickly like open the refrigerator and there's no food. It's just like there's an empty there's like a box of baking soda in there and like you know, you open some of the cabinets real quick 
you, you don't see any plates. You don't see any utensils. It's like no one has been here for a while, you know, and you actually, at one point in time, you shine your light and you actually see a huge pile of cutlery and broken dishes all piled in the corner about knee high. Like all of the dishes in the house were just broken and pushed to the corner. Um, Can I do a intelligence check? And in, in the sense, an in the sense of, is this place rigged to blow? That's what I want to know. Oh, okay. All right, give me like a search roll. Okay, I just want to make sure it's not like this is like some ploy to it's just gonna like blow up. He's like he left the house to destroy evidence. Okay, fail. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, it's crazy. This is true detective shit. Yeah, you don't you don't see anything. You know, you like. You're, I guess you're looking for trip wires and stuff like that. You know, it's yeah, probably something. something you do it. Yeah. You, there's nothing immediately that makes you think that the place is trapped. That's booby trapped. Um, okay. Are, do you spend some time looking around? Or are you gonna like move? So basically, the room, uh, the kitchen joins into a dining room. There's like a hallway. Um, and then you you can go through the dining room into the living room toward the front of the house. That's where Benji is. All right, uh, fellas, this is kind of a big house. I'm not sure how much time we have left. Left, and I don't know who else is in here. Judge by what we saw earlier tonight, maybe a female. Do you need us to come in? I would say at least one. No, if you he think wants it's good to be I'd... alone. He wants to be alone. I changed my house. mind, John. I have changed my mind. In. Coming and, in hot. <laughs> I think at least one other person like, should come in here with yeah. bumbles up to the front door. <laughs> Pushes right. past Benji. I mean, this dude could be back at any minute, so let's try to search it as as thoroughly and as quickly as possible. All right. Okay. Maybe Benji will come in too. Okay. Split up. Are you guys gonna go back around to where? Hank is, or are you gonna go through the front? Try to go through. I'm gonna unlock. I'm just gonna unlock the door for him. Front door. Front door. All right, you you make your way through the kitchen and toward the front of the house to the dining room. Um, all over the place, like I said, is tools, uh, weird machinery, like the drive shafts from 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 big trucks. At one point in time, you look and you're like, "Is that the counterweight from an elevator?" How did that even get in here? You know, and like, and just all this bizarre stuff, like everything. The wood floor is cleared, uh, like a, a hardwood floor, but it's like it's scuffed with looks like heavy things have been moved across it. It's stained with oil, and like everything just still reeks of gasoline and like and lubricants. Um, you see that, uh, let's see. As you come into the living room, you see that there in the corner is something that's... It's kind of hard to really even, like, know what it is. It looks to be some big, weird machine. And that is, like, that's, you know, at, like, a brief glance, that's all you know about it. Um, But as you... But your, I guess, is your intent to move directly over to... The um, to the front door to let them in, yeah. Okay, all 
right, so you make it over to the front door. Sorry, I'm just like flipping around a lot because I'm trying to figure out where everything is here. You make it to the front door and click, you open it up, and your two friends join you. And she's got we one hand on his desert eagle, and he's got his other hand on his other desert eagle, and he feels the <laughs> wait, cold weight wait. of a third desert eagle on his leg strapped to his ankle. <laughs> what, what's, what's going on here? Where'd all these desert eagles come from? <laughs> And then he looks over his shoulder and sees the samurai sword on his back. On his back. And then he looks back up at Hank and he's like, Heard you needed some backup, buddy. <laughs> and then we all go and do a mid-air high-five together. Perfectly. End of campaign. <laughs> Alright, so... Any sign of where we should go, Hank? Well, Hank, after he opens the door, he's going to take a closer look at this odd machine in the middle of the floor. Mm. Well, it's not in the middle of the floor. It's like kind of like pushed over to the side. Um, he's going to expect... As you, so as you, you're looking at it, um, and like, and you see that on a coffee table is like some big, weird, like hand-bound book. Um but you, as you walk over to the, uh, actually, everyone give me, actually, every, yeah, everyone give me an, or no, only Hank. Hank, give me an intelligence check. Fell 79 over 60. All right. Uh, so nothing for Hank. Looking at what specifically? What was this? The, oh, just the looking book. around. You okay. walk up to this big weird machine. It's like it, it. It's hard to even say what this thing is. It just looks like some weird clockwork monstrosity. Uh, like it's just. It's hard to even tell what it does or what its intent is. Um. Like what? Like what are you gonna? You're just like giving it an eyeball. You can stick your hand in there, uh, your head. Like I, I mean, I don't really know what this necessarily even looks like. I guess it, at the very least, want to know if it's homemade or looks like it was made professionally. Uh, I suppose you know, like manufactured at a factory. Is it okay, just some, a gonna, machine I'm unfamiliar with, or is it like something someone made? But you're gonna, you're scratch? gonna. But you're, it sounds like you're inspecting it pretty closely. I mean, like when you look at it, it's got like this like weird like square gearbox in the middle of the structure and as you kind of look inside it looks like some like it reminds you of like the way an umbrella like the metal pieces of an umbrella are all folded up it looks like oh. some like weird um like industrial umbrella without the cloth bits or like a or i don't know like a weapons grade hat rack like it's just like this huge bulky weird thing as you get up to it and you start taking a look at it, there's an audible and you start oh, hearing no. you start hearing a sound within it just oh, and it, we should step back and it keeps uh and it keeps making that sound and it sounds like the 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 kind of sound is getting higher. And as you're looking at it, it's not plugged into anything, and you know the electricity is off, so you really don't know what's happening. 
Um, Hank will definitely step back a couple steps. Okay. Ooh. That is weird. Are, uh, you yeah. do so. Um, it continues to kind of whir. Just... Uh, fellas, I don't know how much... We're just trying to figure out what skills we could use to figure out what the hell that thing is. I do have... I mean, I have 10 on heavy machinery. It's like bulldozers and stuff, right? Give it... Give it, give it a head machinery roll. I, no, I don't mind that. Yeah, because it's a 10. Of course you don't mind. Yeah. Well, you're 64 <laughs> over 10. <laughs> um, all right. All right. I mean, at I this, don't know. At this, at this point, I think Benedict is angsty and like wiry. So I don't know. Can he look around for something heavy? I think Benedict is going to attack the machine to try and switch it off. <laughs> gonna hit it he's gonna hit it with something heavy <laughs> all right um i mean there's lots of heavy stuff around uh, he grabs a heavy thing and tries to hit the whirring machine all right throw more uh, gasoline on it <laughs> you do so and as you do that whirring hits a crescendo <laughs> as you pick up i don't know like something that's sledgehammer ass and you give this thing a whack. As you do, this kind of umbrella-like uh, like structure in the middle of it swings open, and it looks like the, the legs of like the Lunar Lander or something like popping open. And there's this audible cartoonist shing as blades pop out of the end of this thing, oh, and no. they start to spin wildly. Holy uh, shit! Could I please get everyone's dexterity scores as we enter combat? Oh no! It's a construct. It's a construct. It's a Dwimmer construct. It's a Dwimmer. Um, sorry, what'd you say? Dex, you said Dex, please. Yes. Do we roll? Uh, no, just give me your dex score. Um, do Benedict and Hank take negatives to their decks because they're ancient? No. <laughs> I think you just give him the score to see who goes first. Yeah, just give me the raw score. Like So Hank is a fourteen. Oh. Uh Benji's a fourteen. Twelve. And Benedict is a twelve. Alright, um So let's take a peek. But it here. did do a sneak attack. So it is going thing. to attack you. Uh it is going to attempt <laughs> and uh it's gonna at attempt an impaling attack. Against oh you. God. Oh my god. What this the is hell? Bad. This is very bad. Oh. John, you remember that time I told you that you can fix a lot of shit by hitting it with a hammer? This, <laughs> this is not is one not of those times. This is not that time. <laughs> the right. of maintenance is not invited here. Let's roll here. So that's a 34. So that is a hit. Um, as this thing is going to... Oh, and also, could everyone please roll me a quick sanity check as this thing comes to life? What the hell? This is crazy. What the fuck is he doing you, in here? You guys have never seen anything oh. like this. Benedict What's Bell. he building in there? Exactly. What's he building in there? All right, let me roll a awesome D4 Tom here real quick. We got a failure on the sanity check. I need 
each. I need uh, Benji and Benedict both to take four sanity damage. Unless you would like oh, to uh, deflect. I will deflect that. You're going to have to. Yep. You're going to have to. Deflecting right. that over to Papua New Guinea. Let's see. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. I just, I always forget how how to do this. <laughs> um, I and think... Joe, we just need to be aware of time as well. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, know, full -on I know we situation. are at the end of here. Let's I'm going to deflect onto Sandy. Sorry, Sandy. Sorry, Sandy. darling. I'm not Sandy. I'm oh, Papua New Guinea. All right, I need you to roll a... Uh, roll each of you, both of you roll a 1d4. I got a 1. I got a two. All right, each of you subtract uh, uh, for Benedict, subtract one from your uh, willpower. And uh, for uh, Benji, do two. And then subtract two from those bonds. And that's how much you reduce it. So okay. Benedict cool. is taking three. Cool. And uh, old Benji's taking two, I guess. So here's my question Are either of you guys at a breaking point? Yeah, I'm at the breaking point, which is why yeah, I had to to uh, deflect. If I had taken any more sanity sanity damage, then I would I would Same. be at a breaking point, which you really okay. don't want to do in the middle of a combat. So, so neither of you crossed really your breaking point, though. No. no. Oh God damn it! All right, all right, whatever. <laughs> it's coming, buddy. <laughs> okay. Cut it out for us. Yeah, so you guys, yeah, I, God, I wish we had some music, but the music is being shitty. Um, yeah, so you guys are both take a little damage. Uh, old, old Hank, he's just, I, I can't say he's seen this before, but he's dealing with it. But let's talk about the damage. What kind of damage does the lion do with its impale attack? <laughs> the lion. The lion. Oh, God. I'm glad you asked. Um, tell me about, um, all right, I need you guys to be very, like, I think I know the answer to this, and I think it's reasonable. Do you think you guys are wearing bulletproof vest? Yes. Like, do you think you guys would be wearing your body armor? Before you, you came Where did in? we come from? We came from the hospital, right? No, we came from the hotel. Yeah, but we 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 got in our van. We hotel van. Yeah, I think it's reasonable. If I'm being honest. No, no. I don't think Benji would be unless Hank or Benedict told him to. That it might be a good idea. Hank would have his own. We came from the the apartment, then we went to see Exeter at Arby's, then we followed him here. Mm. So I don't I don't know if you guys would. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Hank does. Well, I think that uh, what's going to happen here is we're going to take we're going to do some damage here for old uh, Benedict. So this is going to be let's see one d eight plus two. Oh no! That is nine damage. How much, oh, how much HP does uh, does Benedict have? I got uh, 10. 
10. Oh my so god. So you've been reduced to... You've been reduced all the way down to one, one hit point. Um, oh my god. That's a unless I'm mistaken. To the face. Unless I'm mistaken, I think you might be unconscious. Uh, immediately unconscious oh, and bleeding out under Unwinnable. two hit points. Unwinnable uh, encounter. So, oh god. I would like this, to thank this is no you Michelle. guys for joining what? us oh, wow. oh my for Delta Green Impossible Landscapes. Uh, I cannot wait to see what happens and what these guys oh, end up doing uh, up in this house. I think it's just going to be an absolute blast. Uh, thank you for joining us. Come over to our Reddit at r slash greenboxgaming. Uh, that's where we post a lot of our stuff. It's kind of our headquarters. It's got the links to all of our VODs and all of the places where the podcast is. And if you really like what you're listening to, man, come on over to patreon.com slash greenboxgaming underscore um, to, and consider being a contributor. Uh, you'll get the episodes a week early. And get a shout out. Uh, or hopefully we want to try to make some, some new tiers for supporters at some point. But uh, that helps us just continue to do this. Dace, do you have something to say? Is... <laughs> I'm I'm aghast, Joe. Simply aghast. That's how we fucking ended. Let's tune yeah, in next week to see how we get unconscious or get stabbed by an automaton. How are you going to get unconscious, Benedict, out of here? Well, not or only that, are but... you going to get unconscious, Benedict, out of here? And I Can will I just... uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, yes. Can I just say, well played, Joe, because... You, uh, you really had me thinking that this was a dead end, like just off the rails, complete dead end. And it, it it's not. This is the biggest lead we possibly could have gotten. I, a lead is a word for it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I suppose <laughs> you could call it that. Hank was looking out for explosives, but he needed to be looking out for stabby fucking machines. Why was he not life? looking out for Terminators? No yeah. one knows. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But thank you, everyone, right. for joining us. Uh, thank you, guys. And uh, we will catch you next time. Uh, like I said, join Thanks, us. Uh, I'm trying to get some up, like, let people know we're going live so you can join us there. But otherwise, we will see you next week. Thank you very Adios. much for joining. Bye. Peace. Bye-bye.